Sorry, musical month's over. It's never over. Musical it's, month carries on in our hearts. A month can't continue after a month is over. Because we love musical month. It doesn't you, matter. It's still you know only what? a month. But we love musical month. And you know but, what? You know. Love never Holocaust dies. Holocaust Memorial Month doesn't continue. We're only allowed to remember the Holocaust one month a year, right? True. So, True. so mm, you know, <laughs> these well, are the things you have to weigh up. Well, what do we follow um, Musical Month with? Wow, well, as we talked about uh, talked about last week, we're going to uh, cover a film. We're going to talk about a film, right? We're going to talk about it. Talk about it, talk about talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my name is Andrew Jones. I'm streaming problems mad. <laughs> I'm Johnny Ellis, and I'm movie mad. Are you movie mad? I am indeed movie it's mad. It's the podcast name as well, because this is when I show you films. Sometimes they're available, sometimes they're not. And we watch them and we discuss them. You haven't seen them or you have seen them, but you don't remember them. And we go yep. into details. Or if we don't go into details, we go on tangents instead. It's a fun ride either way. It's a podcast. <laughs> Tell your friends, please. Get the word out there. We were going to do talk because Fast 7 has come out. Uh, Fast 7? F9, the Fast Saga has come out. I just wish yeah. it was Fast 7. <laughs> I wish they could have done... They've done Furious, but I want to see Fast 7 now. Because Fast 7 would at least be better than F9, the Fast Saga. And the Fate of the Furious. And Hobbs and Shaw put together, right? Probably, yeah. statement, yeah. Yes, we were going to do uh, talk Joseph Kahn's amazing take on the Past and Furious style films. But uh, hey, uh, it's now July and uh, every streaming platform decides to shit out all of their films once a month and put new ones on there. And usually they go from one platform to another. Sometimes they just disappear in the ether for a month or two. This is one way, it disappeared in the ether for a month or two. Yeah. So uh, it's sports month now. It's the Euros, there's golf, there's Wimbledon, there's the Olympics, I think, at the end of the month, if that's still going to go. Yeah. Who knows? Apparently it is. I think they shouldn't be doing it, but what do I know? I'm only one human being in a world that's scary (laughs) for the pandemic. I don't have billions of dollars riding on things because I don't have billions of dollars because I am a millennial and millennials are not allowed any money whatsoever in a gig economy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And we are recording this on the day of the quarterfinals for England. Are you excited? Uh, you, uh, the so the only Euro contest I care about happened back in May, and we got no poire, and it was great. Oh, gosh. No. Yeah. You, so you never, you never get into... Have you, have you ever watched a football match and, like, gone into it? No. Never? It's 90 minutes. It's very boring. It's 90 minutes of the same thing. So I like yeah. ice hockey. is like, right, it's 60 minutes. They're 20-minute periods. And guess what? Fast, they shoot it from one another and they punch each other. Oh, it sounds furious. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It's fun. It's got poipus. I um I tend to get into football once every two years. But you now you're, you're, this year. You're, you're a glory year. hound. That's what you are. So you're you're a zeitgeist chaser. I and I, I fully accept the fact that I'm not a massive football guy and I'm I, you know, I don't I don't follow the Premier League and all that. But you know, it's it's nice to watch some matches every couple of years, and this is the time when I do it. When Here's I... what will put you off uh, football entirely. Uh-oh. On a Saturday afternoon, getting on a train back from uh, West Ham, and it, or, but going towards West Ham, and it being full of those kind of people, and all they do is they clog up the area and they talk loudly and aggressively about their favourite statistics in sport and also, you know, horrible terminology about other human beings based on uh, the fact they're not white or straight. Oh, see, that's why I stick to myself when I... um. Right, we can't do that, because I... even with my uh, headphones in, blasting as loud as possible, these people are louder, and it's like, ah, I do not like you people, and you would judge me for my statistics on film and call me a geek when you're willing to take out who's got how many caps for what team? <laughs> uh, fudge you yeah yeah no football people aren't aren't fun no i would venture they're the uh the, the, the bad kind of people yeah but um but that you know the the matches are still fun sometimes in 90 minutes and i've been i've been getting into the um the non-england ones which is not like me um but like yeah, yeah you specifically like the only english things yeah you are a xenophobe. Well, Ireland's not playing, so what am I supposed to do? You're not really Irish, are you? I dare you. Excuse me? What's that? 
Say that again. Hi-de-ye. Wow. I mean, I, 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 just, I just fell through the crack. <laughs> um, <Yes>. So... <laughs> So how are we um how are we kicking off Sports Month? What are we watching? For the uh, oh, this... wait, Sports Month. Sports. Yeah. I had a feeling that this film was about sports, but I wasn't too sure. Because I only know one thing about this. Okay, tell me the one thing you know about the film we're going to be watching. Show me the money. No, no, you tell me first. <laughs> no, that's all I know from it is show me the money. But because I don't it know Because it made a, it was Boffo Bio. Is that why? Maybe, but. I, I don't know. I don't know what money they want to claim show. Oscar Gold. Is that I, why? I think Tom Cruise wants Cuba Gooding Jr. Is in this? I think. I think or he is wants it Cuba Gooding Jr. Hmm, maybe. Um, I think he wants Cuba Gooding Jr. to show him the money, but I don't know what the money's for. What kind of money? What do you I mean am... you don't know what the money is for? I don't know. Is it for Trump? Have you never seen Madman? No. I, I think I saw like part of the first season. Um, That's what the money so yeah, is for. I don't. I don't know what this film is about. I had a feeling it was about sports, and you just confirmed that. So I imagine the money is to do with a transfer or something, because that's what they do. Um, sports is just slave labour. Yeah, um, we are recording this on Tom Cruise's birthday. Are we? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted right. to do this one anyway because uh, hey, we've just cut this year. This is also uh, his birthday is on, of course, his usual opening weekend. For yeah. years, he was like he was the dominating factor of Independence Day weekend in right. America. He would be like uh, the, yeah, the blockbuster opener. Him and Will Smith, the two titans right. of big, big openings. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's been not been around for a while. Yeah, I'm too busy making films that can't get released because they need you know everyone in the cinema at the same time to make money. Turns yeah. out uh, he's not good at making uh, small dramas for the uh, movie crowd. <laughs> Although, you know, if he wants to, he's... We're talking about Tom Cruise, he's a great actor. He's yeah. Very compelling. Great actor, weird guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not stay, go around the bush. Yeah, weird guy. Uh, yeah, he's one of those people. He's, uh... Whenever I think of him, I always think of the fact that no one calls him out. <laughs> Bless you, Honest bullshit. Okay. Not popular, but not yeah, you know, not not the people who who have the power to actually get yeah. shit done. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's like, I wonder uh, whether uh, he will uh, ever have his day because he seems just too powerful and too popular. Because like he's he's got that power. Like even I, you know, even I as someone who can uh, think that and sort of focus on that when I'm thinking of Tom Cruise. If I watch him in in an interview, he has instantly like. You know, you you fall in love with him a bit, but then I think the first time, um, the the glass ceiling kind of cracked for me was he was on the Graham Norton a few weeks, maybe a couple of months back now, um, and I kind of noticed I was like he's a bit too nice here. There's something really weird behind those eyes, <laughs> and he was like you know button in to all the uh, interviews because you know Graham Norton has. Uh, everyone at the same time. Yeah, he's not comfortable not being a part of something. Yeah. He can't just, you know, switch off and listen as much. Yeah. He has um, to be within... But then, but then, like, you know, the, the, the other person that's been interviewed is clearly kind of like, oh, my God, Tom Cruise is talking to me and he's interested and he's asking about all these technical things about how do they do this in the film and that in yeah. the film. He's, he, he, he knows about me. And... Yeah, Tom Cruise famously is a huge movie watcher as well. Yeah, yeah. Like a deep, deep... He cares about his craft. That's the thing. He's a uh, consummate professional in that kind of way. He's yeah. one of those people who will, will have watched as much as he possibly could and taken as many notes. That's how he knows who he wants to work with. Which is wild when you I think know, about... I know, but also know, to me... Does Dwayne Johnson do the same thing? Yeah. No, also, he's drinking tequila. Also to me, it feels like... Um, a trick of some sort. Like I don't, I don't know if he's that invested that he knows about all these tiny actors. That um, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's just something about him, and I, I, I'm very curious to see if the day will ever come when he drops from the face of the earth. Well, I mean, <laughs> in terms of popularity, when you look at, look, let's not go, let's not cartoon many persuasions, but. 
you know, you have what Mimi Rogers, Nicole Kidman, Katie Holmes. Mm-hmm. These things yeah. start off big and then completely and utterly dissolve, and the women seem happy to be free. Yeah, there is this obvious sense that uh, behind closed doors, maybe it's a stressful, rough environment to try and be around. Mm. I wonder if that will be what happens. That they will uh, break their silence, as it were. I mean, I'm sure they've spoken a bit here and there, but never enough to make massive noise. I don't know. There's just something. But I'm still excited to watch um, a Tom Cruise film that I haven't seen. <laughs> so, right. You're going to call this a Tom Cruise film. Can I adjust oh. this as well? Um, okay. Specifically, this is a Cameron Crowe movie, Jerry Maguire. Right. I didn't know Cameron Crowe was in this. He's usually behind the camera. Are you done with your jokes? <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. I, th- I think, I think, we're, I oh, think I you know, it's, it's like calling, you know, Magnolia partially a, a cruise movie. It's like, no, it's very much what a Paul Thomas Anderson movie is. There yeah, are some um, films which are... Magnolia is not about a cruise. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Let Them All Talk. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, How intense would he be in a Soderbergh picture? Soderbergh's like, yep, yeah, okay, that was fun. He's like, no, 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 every angle. What, let me let me hold the iPhone and do it myself. Well, we'll never I can know do it. because Soderbergh's retired, isn't he? Yeah, he he's retired. Not he's, uh, he's, he's not doing gonna, any more films. He's never going to make a, a, a big movie anymore. He's only going to make some home videos and they're going to happen to get snatched up and those home videos happen to be shot during a pandemic and he got his uh, family together to make it his family being Bill Duke <laughs> and uh, John Hamm and David Harbour. Benicio Del Toro and Don Cheadle. You, you know, family. Me familia. If you I like. was almost going to watch that the other night, but then we watched, um, we started uh, Ted Lasso instead. Hey, guess what? And I feel like I made a better choice. I'm I still going to watch night. it. I was up last night, I watched it because I really wanted to watch it. Uh, I've been looking forward to it since they announced it. And, uh... Oh. <laughs> you are fine. Soderbergh has not been on a roll lately. Yeah. I feel like post-retirement, his stuff has been... Lactatetical, except for the Nick, which I think was uh, mm. post-retirement anyway. That that show, uh, that show was good. Mm. Yeah, um, I like Clive Owen. No, at the moment I've just I'm I'm just focusing on Dexter. At the moment, I need to get back into movies though, and I want to be what I want to be. Dexter's like a movie watch. a week. Yeah, <laughs> and I a really well that. written, completely comprehensible, great character movie oh, every week. No, I should say I'm on season seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One of the greatest. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, when when I like my movies, I like them, you know, really deep into the franchise at that point where everyone's given up. <laughs> Fair enough. I should That's say, can I just say, uh, th- yeah. do you know the other film I was thinking of maybe watching because it was available? Fear Street? No, no, no. In the vein of talk, I was like, mm, well, Superfast is on Amazon Prime. What is Superfast is the Freiburg Seltzer. Spoof movie of the Fast and Furious. Ah, okay, films. interesting. But the uh, the promo pick, you know, when you have opened it up and there's like the header. Yeah. Was the uh, the the Vin Diesel look like standing there looking at him at you with like his hands on his hips from behind poking his bum out with two dances? It's obviously like, oh, we're doing a dance sequence because it wouldn't it be funny if Vin Diesel would dance? That's the level of joke we're clearly going to do. Right. And I'm sure at one point then a cow will fall on him. <laughs> Do you remember that? Was it a disaster movie? Yeah, I think that so. happened. Yeah. It's like, hey, stop, it's me, Iron Man. And that was it. That was the premise. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Cow fell on him. And there's Juno, our favorite character from all of you know disaster movies, Juno. <laughs> who was a feature a main important character to the plot of disaster movie, which I saw opening day. Because I needed somewhere to, to chill out and wait for Babylon AD to screen. Because yeah, I was there for a Vin Diesel movie opening day, thank you very much. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't know. Tom Cruise, Cuba Gooding Jr. And do you know the other the other key component um, to Jane McGuire? No, I've got, uh, don't think so. She's got an Oscar for a film we all watched. We definitely all remember it existed two years ago. Ju- yep. Julianne Moore? No, no, no. A couple of years after that. No idea. Mine's what if I was to say Judy Garland? Remember the Judy Garland biopic? Oh, really? Remember when Renee Zellweger won an Oscar for the Judy Garland yeah. biopic that we all definitely saw from BBC, which was set around what if she went to the Isle of Man? 
See, when I said when I was going Jew and you said yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, and and it wasn't Julianne Moore. I did think Judy Garland. But okay, like, good. No, You're not going that. Be... Not going the other way when I said Jew. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I wouldn't have thought um, Ronnie Zellweger would be in this. This is uh, remember when the mask came out and it was like, oh, this is Cameron Diaz's big moment. Yeah, she just comes on screen. That's exactly what it is. And you go like, oh, she comes on screen, and then you watch the council. It's like, ah, oh, now I get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it was that moment for her. Now available on Disney Plus. Disney Plus only the theatrical cut, not the director's cut, which adds yeah. what half an hour more dialogue. Well, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. What's the point? That's exactly what the film is about. <laughs> That um, film is god awful. Yeah, I tried. Walking Dead is on Disney Plus now as well. I mean, that's just as uh, exciting. As Are they going to add the entire new season in one go, or is it going to be weekly on Disney Plus? Oh, well, sorry, you are asking me, of course, as my as a head of PO at Disney Plus star. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. No, they're going to uh, wait. All right. Because they got Hamilton now, they know that they uh, they can uh, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for wait it. Wait for it. Fair enough. Um, well, what what more should I know about uh, Jerry Maguire? You like Entourage? Yes. Favorite... Yeah, okay, but who was your favourite character in Entourage in terms of actual story and exciting stuff? Oh. Um, Vincent Chase? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, um, no. You could ask be... Adrian Grenier and he wouldn't even give you that answer. <laughs> No, it would have been the uh, the 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 guy. Oh, he gold. Yeah. Right. Now, what if uh, you transplanted him into sports? Right. Is this? No, this came out before Entourage, right? Yeah, this is way before yeah. Entourage. Okay. And and I should stress, way way before the uh, the Jay Maguire of TV shows, Ballers. Right. Okay. Remember Ballers? Yeah. Dwayne Johnson and Rob Caudry yeah. are sports agents, and it's like, uh, what if Entourage but sports? And yep. that's the entire thing. Hey, and he, do you know who uh, played the uh, Vincent Chase of that, that show? No. Oh, no. No, I don't. I'll give you a hint. He played it. He could have done this forwards and backwards. That's how good an actor he is. Forwards and backwards. Yeah, close. Close to Chris Nolan. Um... David, uh, David, David Washington, David, David, David Washington. Hmm. Who's David Washington? John David Washington. There we go. You see, he was the Vincent Chase of the show. Oh, right. Isn't that exciting? I watched all four seasons in January. I've had a lot of time in my hand this pandemic. <laughs> I finally got to ballers. <laughs> I had to cover the wire somehow. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, well, so I've, sports I've agents. Just, I've just scrolled down, and all it's given me is Tom Cruise, Cooper Gooding, and uh, Renee Zellweger. It just says Cooper Gooding, doesn't say Cooper Gooding Jr. Uh, let me tell you, it's the junior. Um, I'll tell you that much. I haven't looked at the uh, the plot, so I've no idea what it's about. Well, now I know. Now I'm a bit more sports knowledgeable on it. Sports, sports, uh, sports agent. Um, Showing him the money. Showing him the money. <laughs> um, I believe there's someone who had someone. You should know that someone has someone at some point. Do you know when they have them? Oh, is that from this? You yeah, had me yeah. at hello? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I didn't know that. It's, uh, it's like, uh, this is kind of your moment in which the, uh, the, the, yeah, the prestige romantic comedy and also, you know, sports drama combined. Mm. Your men and your women went to see the film. Film. Right, interesting. Yeah, you know, it had it had something for everyone, and by that I mean you know Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jonathan Lipnicki. Well, shall we see if there's something for me? I'll give you something. I'll give you something called Jerry Maguire. Yes, let's do this. I want everybody to see you for what you are—the best kept secret in the NFL. You are the man. You ready? Yep, let's go. My name is Jerry Maguire. I'm a sports agent. You could say I'm at the top of my game, but something just isn't right. Jerry Maguire! What can I do for you, Rod? Show me the money. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Show me the money! Money! 
Can you sign my card? Sorry, little fella. I can't sign this brand of card. Only Pro Jam Blue Dot cards. And lately, it's getting worse. I came here to let you go. Pardon me? I came here to fire you, Jerry. I'm not gonna do what you all think I'm gonna do, which is just flip out! Who's coming with me? Who is coming with me? I will go with you. Dorothy Boyd, thank you. We're gonna be okay, because I am gonna take my one client, and we are gonna go all the way. Help me, Rod. Help me help you. Help me help you. You! are hanging on by a very thin thread. <laughs> and I dig that about you! You want to go out to dinner? Some dudes might have the coin, but they'll never have the quan. Quan? It means love. Wish me luck. Ah! Whoa, hey! That is the first time I have ever seen him kiss a man just like a dad. Don't What's cry at the beginning of a date. Yeah, just cry okay. at the end like I do. If you had the option, yeah, what would be your role in this film out of these three characters? Okay. Idealized kissing husband. Idealized okay. kissing wife. Idealized kissing kid. Idealized kissing wife. Yeah. Yeah. I go for the kid. Yeah. I'd have more life left that way. Well, you never know. You never know well, what I'm... what life can throw at you. Yeah, but I'm assuming you know if you're young, you got more chances of living longer than then. Hopefully, you'd hope, but. I'd hope. And uh, hope is all we got. Yeah, true. But that's all we got to say about Joe Maguire. Good episode. <laughs> Tell me uh, about the first time you watched Joe Maguire. That's a thing I don't think I can. It's just something that was always on TV back in like the late 90s. Anyway. This, it was such a thing that it just became a permanent fixture of you know, TV. Yeah. It just felt like it was always there. So you'd always tune in for half an hour and be like, this is fun. This is nice. Or oh, this is sad. Or oh, this is sweet. And you just get glimpses of it. Yeah. You wouldn't watch the whole thing because, you know, it's long. But you just be like, ah, yeah, Tom Cruise hanging out with Renee or Tom Cruise hanging out with Cuba Gooding. It's like, yeah, I can watch this for a while. It is. It's, it's a nice, it's a comfortable movie. Yeah, long. Uh, long, but didn't feel massively long. It's, you know, just, it just meandered by. It's, 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 a, it's a length of a regular old Fast and Furious, you know, post, yeah. post uh, family, familiar sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's in the latter half of the uh, the ten films length. Yes, yes, yeah. But uh, hey, they don't go into space in this, so what's the point? What what a yeah. failure! <laughs> <laughs> they don't get called out as looking like minions. What's the point? Um, yeah, I um, I didn't realize how many things from this film I knew. Like I knew the whole show me the money thing. So you had the aspect of show something the money. Yeah. You're not sure if it's me or you. Um, and you had me at hello. Yeah, well, I didn't know that was going to turn up until you mentioned it. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, then, like, but, then oh. you got, but then you got you complete me in that same moment yep. as well, which, yeah. of course, that too. did that. Um, and uh, the human head weighs three pounds, six pounds. Oh, I'm not Jonathan Lipnick. I'm not meant to know these facts. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, there's there's a few moments that I knew already. Like that have just kind of entered the lexicon of cinema. Mm, um, this is like a you know an evolutionary step in romantic comedy yeah. and drama films. It's strange, it's wild. Cause, yeah, because it's not that like uh, impressive of a film, not impressive, but like it's it's not that kind of a film where you you instantly think that this is gonna. You know, you're not watching up. it and saying, "Wow, I mean, this feels like a shot in the armor jolt." Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not that's... making a mission. I mean, it makes a mission statement, but it, as a film, it's not making a mission statement. It's making a film. It doesn't feel like it's going to make shock waves in terms of uh, um, becoming memorable lines and stuff. Well, it's humble. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't. <laughs> It's yeah, it's just interesting, strange, different. How do you feel about sports at this point? I, I mean, the sports stuff you didn't really see too much of it. I feel like for a sports movie, there wasn't much sports involved. It's because it's on the sidelines. Yeah, it's about the deals. It's about the 
the well, creation more, for of me, setting up the tool. So. More than anything, it was about the relationship between him and Renee Zellweger. Well, no, that's the romantic side. I'm talking about the yeah. sports side. There are two sides to this film. Yeah, but the, the sports side I didn't really focus too much on. Um, and I know it was a big part of it, but it, it was the, rom- rom- the romance sides that, um, that grabbed me. All right. Um, Look at you. Yeah. You bloody, you know. Big old softy, aren't I? Because they horn dog, but okay. Yeah, that too. <laughs> always. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what did you think about the sports? Because you're not a sports person either. I'm, I'm more sportsy than you are, I suppose, in terms of I'm going to be watching the England match later and you're not going to. Football does not count as sport. It doesn't count as sport. Okay. There, there are a few sports as unsportsmanlike as football. Right. It's a weirdly selfish game. You go, know, it's about teams, but uh, it's always about the narcissists that take over control, mm. and the people who watch on the sidelines who seem to always be, you know, wankers anyway. Yeah, yeah. Cricket's a good sports ball. Okay. Yeah. No, cricket feels too long to me. Well, you can do your T twenties if you want. If you want to be one of those, let's do it in afternoon things. But there's no. Comfort in a T20. T20 is all action. What you want is the ability to sit down and really pass the time and appreciate the silence in between. It's being attuned to the world. Cricket can last days, though, can't it? Uh, a test cricket is a five-day. That's crazy. Event. That's that's ridiculous to me. Ten through six, maybe even seven. And that's just one match, is it? Yeah, one match. They usually do five weekends. Well, five, yeah, five long weekends to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah, that's not my kind of thing. At least, at least with football, I know it's ninety minutes in and out. Yeah, uh, ninety minutes of boring. Yeah, but I mean, what and cricket's more exciting, is it? Very much yes. I, I it's it's about know. mind games. That's the thing. It's where are they going to throw? Where are they going to hit? Where are they setting up the fielders? Where should I do? Where where's my focus? Or you know, what's my throw style to try and get them out? Yeah, no, that doesn't interest me. What interests me is, are they going to get that big round thing into that goal? Are they going to pass it to each other for five minutes and then do nothing with it and then have to throw Centre. it back somewhere else? Oh, Centre God. holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Never been a more accurate representation of football <laughs> as Schwarzwelder's take. Um, yeah, American football, though, I don't really know too much about. It's do rugby. You? Yeah, I've, I've watched a bunch of American football. I've never watched it's, an American football match. It's it's very boring because it's so stop and start and focused on the uh, the coach. Right. The coach will come up with plays, and uh, you know every couple of yards they'll stop, they'll get the ball down, and then they'll they'll take players out and put new players in every time to do different plays to try and get the ball a further couple of yards and just push forward and push backwards. Right. That's all it is for you know the entire game. Mm. it's just like oh for goodness sake whereas rugby at least you know you have that it's continual play you're going in for a scrum but then you are running back and forward and you're pushing forward and pushing through and you're not stopping coming up with the uh, tactic to get them it is entirely right in the moment we've got to get across but we can only pass backwards so American football is dumb rugby right I don't get it I don't get why people love it (laughs) in America I mean you know the rest of the world is kind of like well yeah it's niche but uh, most of us don't care for it because it's stupid yeah. We have better sports. Yeah. Yeah, hot take. There are better sports than <laughs> football. Like football. Um, no. Yeah, so... <laughs> is Jerry Maguire based on a real person then? Because there is an old guy at the end, and he pops up halfway through it as well, doesn't he? He gives you the advice. Yeah. Is that this guy who's given advice manifesting into core beliefs of Jerry Maguire... The morale boosting. I imagine that was the real Jerry Maguire. I got a. Fi- I I think that's meant to be you know one of uh, Cameron Crowe's filmmaker kind of heroes is the intention of that. It might actually just uh, be. Right. A, it might actually be a thing which of a take on a thing. Oh, what's his name? Ah, James L. Brooks, uh, right. who is producer of the film. Yeah. Be like, well, he yeah. This this to me is you, as you know. She, Jerry Maguire is to Dick, whatever they call him. Right. Okay. And so, you know, I, I got it. I, I have a sense of it being 
completely metaphorical. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, all in all, it's a fun film, but I don't think it'll be one that I'll go back to too often. Like, it, it might be one that, like you said, uh, if it if it pops up on TV, I'll watch half an hour here, half an hour there. But I can't imagine sitting down to watch. He's going to drop in and hang out with Tom and Renee. Yeah. I, I like that he, he ran at the end of the film. He certainly did run. Felt like he wasn't going to do it, and then he did it. Because you're like, like, oh, now it's a Tom Cruise film. Well, it's a Tom Cruise film, but, you know, Tom Cruise wants to be close to the guy who's going to get an Oscar, right? Yeah. If, if someone's going to get an Oscar, he can't stand away from him. That's not movie star. He has to go right up to his body. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> Got he is, that. He's, he's then, fun. He's great in this. Yeah. And so is Regina King. Yeah. Those two are they're all, they're all great. They're all great, but those two are like, wow, you haven't got much going on here, but yeah. you're you're relishing every moment you can. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Cuba comes in what thirty minutes into the film. Yeah, it's it's wild how long mm-hmm. that takes. But then it's wild um, how early the show me the money bit is. Mm. I wasn't expecting it that early. Yes, yeah, that in, in that opening scene. Of yeah. His. Because it's mantra, baby. It's mantra. It's the quad. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know what more to say about it, really. What do you reckon Jonathan Lipnicki's up to now? What is he up to now? Like, this very moment, I mean. It's in America, it's, you know, it's a holiday weekend. Yeah. Do you reckon he's having fun? Do you reckon he's he's staying indoors? I would say he's probably getting ready to watch the England match. Yeah? Yeah. He's on board for that. He's not like, uh, yeah, you know, so. maybe him and uh, a couple of roommates just, you know, cobbling together, making sure they're not breaking any kind of possible protocols wherever they are and just having a nice, healthy weekend. Maybe Watching, of course, the only uh, the only film you need to watch over the uh, holiday weekend to celebrate it properly. Zodiac. Zodiac. Right. Okay. Well, of course. Opens. Opens 4th of July. Right. <laughs> who, who doesn't want to get Herdy and Gurdy right now? Um, yeah, he was, he's, you forget how good he was as a child actor. He's charming. See him. Yeah. He's charming. I don't know how, how, I have not seen anything, any of his other works after this. To be honest yeah. I never, for some reason, something stopped me wanting to watch, as you said earlier, The Littlest Vampire. Oh, really? I went yeah. to see that in cinema, I remember. It was like, hmm, I don't want to see a kid vampire. I don't want to see money vampires. So I don't want to see anything marketed to kids because I'm a kid and I get bored of kids. <laughs> Show me the adults. <laughs> so I went to see Queen of the Damned. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good in uh, Stuart Little as well, and Stuart Little too. Who was he in Stuart Little? Yeah. No, who? Sure. Oh, who was he? Yeah. Was he uh, Hugh Laurie? Yeah. I mean, unrecognisable. Good for him. <laughs> He's, did he, was that motion capture, or did he actually gain those six feet in between him and... The cat of Hugh Laurie. A bit of both. Famously tall, thin man. Strangely. Slender man, Hugh Laurie. Oh, God. (laughs) Hugh Laurie's Slender Man, now that I'd watch. (laughs) But he has to speak the entire time and be very polite. Yeah. He can't can't do it in in fake Slender Man silent staring. He has to be, you know. And it can't be his, you know, house American accent. Yeah. It has to be, you know, a a, a little Fry and Laurie level. (laughs) Have Have you listened to his album? It's a jazz album. He's... Not jazz, <laughs> but like, yeah. You mean it's a bit of uh, Miles Davis and John Coltrane? Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> uh, a former boss made me listen to David Duchovny's album for a while when we were in his car. Oh, I've not listened to that. Yeah, it kind of makes me go like, oh, I don't really want to listen to any actor musician stuff. It's very but, hard to, it's very it's hard to base me off. Yeah, even that, it's just hard to push me into that area with Vin Diesel. It's like, well, I mean, yeah. you're you're not a movie star, you're a megastar. So right, uh, okay. <laughs> um, see, I've got, uh, yeah, um, Hugh Laurie, Kiefer Sutherland, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Keanu Reeves. No, uh, Jeff Bridges. Was Keanu Reeves this one? Called something dog? Didn't even know he did one. But no, those, his those band. 
those are the three that I um I listen to most in terms of actors turned singers. Dog star, that's what it is. Yeah. So who's the last one? Uh, Jeff Bridges, whose brother oh. Bo is in this film. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah. Do you like Bo Bridges? Yeah, he's fine. Um, wasn't he in um The Descendants? Yes, yes, he was. I think that was the first thing I saw him in. That's the I... first thing you saw him in. Well, the thing, the first thing I noticed him in, at least, because I I remember going to see that film and thinking to myself that he sounded a bit like Jeff Bridges. Or he had he had the sound and the look maybe as well. Yeah, yeah, he has a Jeff Bridges dry mouth. Yeah. (laughs) They got that that dry mouth thing. um... But yeah, Jeff Bridges' album was quite good. What do you reckon Lloyd Bridges' album would be like? Um... Would he be a crooner? No, it'd be uh, Screaming Metal. It'd be uh, Screaming Metal? So we're all, what, like uh, Norwegian Black? Yeah. Yeah. See, I was thinking he'd be like uh, early stage hip hop. (laughs) <laughs> he'd be rappers delighting it all over the place <laughs> <laughs> but in the 50s you know he was making waves <laughs> I'd like to think of him as the, uh, the, the the start of all modern genres <laughs> um, so, The Legend it, of Lloyd Bridges it feels weird because it was a great film but I don't feel like there's anything particular to talk about I mean it was just a nice film Sometimes you just need a nice film. How how yeah. many? What what is your connection with Cameron Crowe at this point? In terms of um, what have you seen of his? We did almost famous a couple of years ago, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you I assume you bought a zoo at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Aloha? No. no you didn't never, say Aloha. I never saw that. No. You didn't go to the um, cinema to see Aloha opening day when it finally came out in the UK. Apologies in advance if you, if I stop buzzing. I'm looking it, now. It, it didn't go out. It went straight to TV. Yeah, I yeah, I remember what, that. What, what, what a fuck up that was. <laughs> did um, you uh, did you visit Elizabeth Town? Nope. Vanilla Sky, you mentioned uh, while yeah. watching. I tried to find um, a way to talk about Vanilla Sky real quick. Have you ever seen that? No. That's, I swallowed your cum. That watching. must mean something. What? That's a okay, line that Cameron Diaz screams at Tom Cruise. <laughs> I swallowed your cum. That mean must mean something. That um, film is, uh, I'll say this as a big fan of Cameron Crowe, unwatchable. So I, got an hour and 40, I got an hour and 40 minutes in and saw there was still like 35, 40 minutes left and I went, this is just the worst. I've it's not a seen shame. say anything. Really? Yeah, I think I've not seen uh, Fast Times at Richmond High, which he wrote the book That's slash screenplay for. Yeah. Um, Fast Times, very good. Very interesting tapestry of what you might think it might so be and what it is. It's only really We Bought a Zoo, uh, Almost Famous, and Jerry Maguire. No. And you haven't seen Singles? No. Singles is... Uh, saw that the Prince Charles, they did a doll bill of that and Almost Famous. Hmm. And, uh, they, and uh, they uh, had a uh, special sign-in book that they were sending to Cameron Crowe so we could all sign in and oh. <laughs> write to him, which was just so sweet. And he did a uh, special recorded message at the start. It's just oh. so genuinely nice thing. It felt like, uh, oh, oh, Cameron Crowe, nice, cool, relaxing. And, you know, who doesn't love a film where you get to, you know, watch young Tim Burton fuck around as an actor? Mm. Singles. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird casting. <laughs> also, uh, what, PJ20? The documentary about Pearl Jam? Really good. Oh, right. yeah. Really good. Of course, of course, he loves Pearl Jam. He's a, you know, he's a music nerd. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you knew that about Coven Crow, music nerd. That's really Makes good. Sense. He's very good. Yeah. He's, he's talented. And also, I think visually, he's interesting. You watch some of those scenes when, you know, Cruz, uh, when Cruz and Bo are doing a shaking hand deal. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it's... There's a dynamic to that that you don't see in a lot of what might be referred to as dramedies or, you know, more conceptual, small human pieces when they want to be quite flat films. They're shot simply. When was the last time you think you watched this, like sat down and watched this all the way through? All the way through would have probably been when I was maybe 15, 14, 15. Been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I stopped and watched the first hour of it a couple of years ago and went to 4K. All right. Because I wanted to see how it looked. And uh, yeah, <laughs> guess what? Looked good. Yeah. 
Well done. Well done. Um, it was Janusz Kaminski, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. makes sense. Um, That's why some things look really good. It's like you know, funny people looks better than Shed for a Shed Apatow film. Same thing. Yeah, good, I feel good like cinematography. Is he, is he one of those directors then that you wouldn't really go over many of his films much? Like when was <laughs> um, I've only ever seen a We Bought a Zoo once. That's always on film four. Yeah. So I've watched it a lot when we go sit down when sit as a family we sit down for dinner in the last right. year and a half during the lockdown and it's been on a lot and we just sit down and watch it for like forty minutes. Yeah. And we either catch the first forty or the last forty. But again, it's not one you've you've sat down and watched begin to end one sitting. Not for a couple of years. For a while. Because yeah. now I don't need to because I've I've got it all locked in here now. Fair enough. But it's a good film. Good um, film. Almost famous is one I've been meaning to go back over. I guess what's coming out. Guess what's coming out this month, which I've got my uh, order in for the special box set. Oh, 4K. 4K, and ah. it's not just uh, it, it's both theatrical and uh, the untitled two-hour forty-minute version in 4K. Well, I might still so. borrow that off you. Um, <laughs> sure, um, and you know I want to go back to Elizabeth Town because I liked Elizabeth Town. I know a lot of people didn't like it. I liked it. I'm then again, I, then again, I, I'm the person who thought Aloha was fine and, you know, decent background movie, considering it seems like they didn't shoot half the film. Yeah, I always heard it was terrible. Yeah, I, I, I believe it literally didn't shoot some of the film. It was a snowman situation. Mm. But I was never morbidly, morbidly curious enough. You don't want to see about what John Krasinski's doing in his role as uh, Mute. No, 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 no loans of actual dialogue. Strangely not. He's oh, good. Is, he is he in a quiet place then? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know but, what more uh, to say. Do you want to ask a question? Surely. Yes, he. Can you show me the money? I can't show you money. I'll show you anything. Oh, okay. Right, can you show me... And I'll say anything. Peter Gabriel putting up a boombox that's playing all of uh, High Fidelity as narrated by John Cusack. Right, hold on, let me get it uh, up on my phone. Right, I'm going to send it to you. Whoop. And make sure that, uh, the other, that it's being played directly to... This is very important here. David Hyde Pierce... Convincing him to uh, join the Paramount Plus Frasier reboot. <laughs> Paramount Plus. Shall we get that? You know we've got so we've got uh, HBO Max and Hulu. Yeah. I feel like we should get more uh, American streaming. I don't think we need Paramount Plus. Do you really want to watch the second season of? Um... Let me get this straight. Uh, the Jordan Pills Twilight Zone. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you don't really hear much about it, do you? No, it's no, not people like, didn't care. It's not Black Mirror. It's not Black Mirror. Black Mirror's got the kind of, you, you get the big stars and stuff. And but it's like it, uh, Apple, Apple Plus did uh, Amazing Stories. Oh, yeah. No one remembers they did that last year. Because, again, these uh, these things no one cares about. Lovecraft Country just got its second season cancelled. And that's like a, you know, Monster of the Week thing as well, wasn't it? Yeah. An Idea of the Week thing. I don't even know. I I got about halfway through it and I was just like not into it. But well, um, so did HBO. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> Smith kept going on. Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard and kept talking about it every week on Fat Man Beyond. So I was like, all right, and I tried to sip. Did, did it? I tried to binge every it. Week. Probably. I tried to binge it and I just couldn't. It just wasn't good. Oh, sorry. I'm just looking at. Uh, yep, no, that at that Kevin Smith has posted a uh, cartoon of uh, Jane Silent Bob at the grave of Lovecraft Country season two. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> oh, boy. When you do that every time? <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's so funny. It's like my favourite characters. I love when they're crying and sad about things. <laughs> it shows that they've got depth and range. <laughs> Would you want to get Peacock Plus so you can watch Boss Baby Family Business? Um... Peacock, I would get for The Office. Yeah, but that's on Netflix UK. Yeah, I know that's the thing. But the it's got all the some extra. I don't know if it's got any more extras than what I've got on the DVD. Probably not. Yeah, except for that uh, alternate um, cold open 
for which a finale. put on there to get you to sign up. Yeah. To make you think they got more, but they'd only have that. I'd probably go for the um, Showtime uh, streaming service when Ooh, Dexter Showtime comes back. Tonight. Right. Yeah. But also because you want to watch all of Kidding. And I'm dying up here, right? I never finished Kidding. I never I never watched the second season of that. You didn't watch the second season? No. Man, do you know what happens in the second season? What happens in the second Same season? Same as the first season. You're kidding. <laughs> You're kidding! <sighs> Alright, go on, ask me. Because Showtime was so desperate to be in the Jim Carrey business. They really let him do anything he gave a fuck about. Because, they, they I mean, I, I'm dying up here should never people. have got a second season. No one watched that show and it wasn't well done. But they did that because they wanted to get keep Jim Carrey happy and then convince him to do an actual show for them. And then Kidding was just the wrong show for him because it was handled so poorly. Mm. So like, the idea is good and Jim Carrey is a good idea for that kind of thing, but to make it so aggressively, you know, adult miserable yeah. was the wrong way of handling a Mr. Rogers type of show. I don't know how you fuck that one up. I don't know why you have to make it so... You know, make it so. Sweary and titsy. Yeah. It should entirely... The Catherine Keener stuff, whilst interesting, was just too too strong and too, like, hey, get it? He's all perfectly childlike and she's aggressively getting the uh, pup, the uh, puppeteer from Japan to finger her like a puppet. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah. Gosh. Gosh, that show... Are we going to cover that? We want to do. Uh... <laughs> mm, no, I think I'm good. You don't, you don't, but you don't want to know where it's going to go. You don't know what happens. Uh, I think I'm good. When Justin Kirk gets run over. I think I'm good. And then Matt Gordy comes in for a couple of episodes, and uh, they go on a, uh, was it a, a a boat funeral, something like that, <laughs> and then they do an actual whole episode of the show, in the show. Right. With, uh, oh, what's her name? Is it Ariana Grande? Is she the one? There's a musical cameo by a, by a notable right. person that I don't remember. Like F9, where there's a musical cameo by a notable person we all meant to remember. Yep. <laughs> God. What would be worse, being stuck in a van with Cardi B or being stuck in a uh, car with Tom Cruise singing Tom Petty? Being stuck in a van of Cardi B, I'd say. God, could you imagine being on a road trip with Tom Cruise just singing the entire way? I just... I'm, How nice would that be? Um, just be on a road trip and hang out with someone who could pay his way. I would love to uh, see if he can make me a uh, Scientologist. I'd love to see if he can make me a cocktail, but okay, you've gone for a different direction entirely. I just... I just I'm, I'm constantly curious about how easy it is to slip into that. Yeah, aren't you scared that you would immediately... Oh, yeah, no, I'm terrified. <laughs> you, it it's just... you just went the right road to it. Yeah. You just went straight into there. You didn't even wait. You went straight down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you became a Scientologist at some point and we at just slowly point. turned this show into a uh, conscription method? What'd you call it? Oh, I, don't, no. I don't know what the, ter- the right terminology is. Wait, and, you know, convert it. Well, conversion. It's been conversion a very show. slow conversion, but we're 250 episodes almost. Wow, in almost. To converting all our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> so many listeners. So many listeners. We're going to be at uh, Dave Miscavige's uh, ranch at some point. He'll celebrate how many people we brought to the table. And then we're going and to go we get to trespass, right? with his wife. Exactly. <laughs> we went for the same premise. <laughs> We've been doing this for so long. Johnny, I would say you complete me. Aww. But I would also ask you, are you mad that you watched Jerry Maguire? I'm not mad that I watched I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I watched Jerry Maguire. Oh. Are you movie mad for Jerry Maguire? I wouldn't say I'm movie mad because it's not one I'm going to go back to very often. Very often, but you're still going to go back to it at some point. Which I'll still given, go back to it. Given yeah. some of the stuff you've ended up uh, watching on this show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm, I'm slightly movie mad, I'd say. Um, so that's the first week of... Um, Accidental what, what Sport Month. Accidental Sport Month. So um, 
What? How do we follow that up? How do we, how do we follow this up? Uh, you know what's next week? Okay, great. <laughs> I know what's next week. See you then. You, no, no, no. Coming out in cinemas next week. Oh. Uh, John, I, I would welcome you to come on and slam. In fact, I would welcome you to the jam. Mm. Get up and slam if you want to jam. Yeah, I'm going to fly like an eagle. Let the spirit carry me. I want to fly. And I would not reference any other notable song from the soundtrack, which might have had a music video relevant to the whole piece and a famous person who sung the song and it actually opens the uh, film Space Jam, but we don't talk about him anymore <laughs> or anything about him. And we just, you know, we just dust that one off entirely. And it's like, uh, no, that didn't happen. That's not a thing. And we will never talk about that. Yeah, uh, Space Jam, a new legacy is coming out. And so we want to celebrate yes. it. So we're going to be watching the film Notorious, because, of course, Notorious P.I.G. is in this. Uh, the, right. is, does a rap battle with the well. uh, with the uh, with algae rhythm. Of course, we've seen that clip. And we're going to then rewatch The Matrix, because, of course, Speedy Gonzalez dodges bullets in Space Jam, a new legacy. As I've seen by the clips they've released, which are hilarious and definitely relevant to the people who are watching it at this day and age, who are either, you know, 30, like me, <clears throat> or five, like an audience. Yeah. Yep, yeah, perfect. Perfect choices. Definitely okay. cool. Definitely a hip-hop. We're going to watch a basketball film. Well, until then, um, where can we find you? No, no, I'm I'm on Twitter. You can at me at Ethan Runt if you don't like me, and at me at Scott Derrickson if you do like me. <laughs> Johnny, where are you safely nuzzled? I am on Twitter at movie underscore mad, and on Instagram at movie underscore mad. Um, oh, Letterboxd as well, movie mad. Good for you. And oh, you want me to? My, mine is uh, letterboxd.com slash Ethan Runt. You'll see a yeah, recent yep. take of when I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, I might have to look into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until next week, I suppose. Um, we... What are we doing every Friday? Well, every Friday we're backstage in Bluebirds. That's a given. Of yeah, and uh, that show is a uh, podcast in which we recap the uh, TV show Nashville. We're quickly getting to the music, end. Uh, soap opera drama. Quickly getting to the end of season two. Quickly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's been most of this year. It's it, it's flown by though. I don't think anything in uh, 2020 and 2021 has flown by. It's, it's flown by. My life has settled down into the uh, the pacing of the recent Soderbergh HBO Max movie. It's flown by. There were no sudden moves. Like a bluebird. I don't get it. And you can listen to our episode on Bluebird, which inspired the podcast yep. from last September, back on that musical month, music documentary musical month. We're already another musical month away from that. Gosh. <laughs> What is life? I don't know anymore. Maybe don't hurt me. Don't hurt me? No more. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.